going to do on purpose mm-hmm. just to because they know they're going to get a they're going to get a what you call it a response. yeah like uh if he's been good to you let me hear you say yeah yeah <laughs> if he woke you oh, up yeah. just, <laughs> he woke you up just morning let me hear you say yeah hallelujah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. Me and Scrooge tore up already. You know, I'ma get it in. I'ma get it in. You best believe it, I'ma get it in. Made a decision from a walker just to get a young shine Body full of diamonds. Million dollar nigga is just waiting. It's just waiting for me to get Riding through the island with a nausea in my dick up. Say I had a 10 year run without no hiccups uh-huh. But I still got more money than the nigga you call Big Bro Niggas still talking even after they get hit up Niggas need assistance from a walker just to get up Give a couple hundred to a thought to get a crib up Chopper hit his back, I haven't bought him, can sit up She put both hands on it and pull like a chin up I can't even lie, bro, I miss her Never wrote a scat, we bought cash through the trenches Niggas finish once they post a throwback picture If you touch down in my city, I hit all the bad bitches Ass dog, you gon' dog him if she do Yeah, boo, talk your shit. I cut all the fine basic bitches off my roster. Niggas ain't gang, they can We all know who running, we all know who got they section jumping past the youngest lanes. We all know who Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. To the Untitled Podcast, see, I done got rid of the welcome, welcome. You know, you told me last time, it's like I'm doing church announcements. <laughs> they went welcome once, welcome yeah, twice. Yeah, welcome yeah. in the name of who? Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> My name yeah. is Ma, and I bring greetings from the storehouse. <laughs> yes, indeed. Come on and put those ashy hands together. <laughs> God, I had a round of praise. Ain't he been good? Ain't Hallelujah. Give him a crazy praise. Yes, sir. Give God some crazy Ooh. praise. That's, that's, that's fine. Amen. Welcome to episode 124 of the Untitled Podcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, a.k.a. the greatest show on earth. You already know the voice, you know the vibes. I am your host, Boob. Uh, if you haven't heard already, um, <laughs> got some got some really cool cats uh, with me on the, on the podcast. I don't want to like call it the podcast and couch because you don't think about the cast and couch and I think about. Are that raunch? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, mm, and I'm not raunchy. I don't do that. Gonna start saying, yeah, you gotta lay up to get on the. Mm-hmm. Gotta lay up and play up to get on the part. You could, you could you could do all that line, but they remember wrestling wrestling. Mm. That, that, <laughs> they, they ain't forgot. The people ain't forgot. I tell you, they ain't forgot. They ain't forgot. So I got Big King Mod in the fucking building, man. Hey. You know? It feels good. It feels good to be back. Yeah, man. Always happy having you. Also, a crowd favorite. That girl is a real crowd, please. <laughs> they know me. <laughs> <laughs> got the got the doctor. Big, I be forgetting you a doctor sometimes. You know, I be I dropping that thing. Can we get a doctor on the <laughs> line? Hello, <laughs> ring a ling a ling ling, nigga. Big tip. <laughs> 
What up, what up? It's your girl, Big Tip. I need you hoochies on your P's and Q's, ones and twos. It's homecoming. Hands on your knees. Yeah. Hands on your knees. <laughs> As you can see, very, very unserious podcast. The most unserious. If you came here for real, like, actual conversation today, you might get it, but also. You're going to get some. You're going to get some. But, everybody's yeah. feeling good. It's homecoming. The weather's beautiful. Um it's nice as hell outside. It's, it's nice as hell outside. Everybody got their plans. We're going to be drunk. Um, May God keep us because we're about to get real unserious. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. May he Sorry. keep us Please. in perfect peace. Please. Yes, indeed. Because I'm about to start a riot. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> huh. huh. time will be had. Time will be had. So- the time going to have me, boo, mm. really. <laughs> well, how is it going to have you? Wrestling. <laughs> Still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, all I know is I don't want to hear no Hennessy slander this weekend. I don't want to hear that's no what that. you plan on drinking. Maybe Hennessy addicted to me. You have thought about that? I learned that. From <laughs> I, I be saying that. Yeah, I learned that. Maybe, hey. maybe the tequila addicted to me. Hey, you ever said, thought about that? Tiffany said that shit spoke to me. So maybe Hennessy addicted to me. I like that. Thought about that? Hmm. Isn't it? I like that. Boy. Yeah, change your perspective. Yeah, it do. it'll change your life. You know, yeah. life is about a pivot. Right. Oh, hallelujah. Ooh. You preaching in here today, there Saints. Go. There you go. Watch out. Shut up. Yes, sir. Ooh, that what Kara Sherry said. Man, so obviously it is homecoming season, man. One of our favorite times of the year, man, next to Christmas. Um, so um, one thing I want to get into is just the beauty of homecoming as a whole, right? Like, obviously, we're going to have a good time. We're going to drink. We're going to do all the, uh, all the things that our parents don't want us doing. But it's also a beauty in homecoming, right? Like yeah. a lot of times, especially as we get older, you know what I mean? We get busy, we get wrapped up with our lives and all that shit. And life be life. I mean, I don't know the last time all of us have been together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got so, the band back. Yeah, the, the boys is back in town and all that good shit, man. So let's kind of speak a little bit about just homecoming just as a whole. I think homecoming season is this year for everyone has been therapeutic. If I could say the least, I tweeted. I believe that was Wednesday or Thursday. And I said, everyone that I spoke to feels like they need, mm-hmm. they need homecoming. I initially wasn't even going to come home for homecoming mm-hmm. this year. But at the top of the month, a lot of people were saying, oh, I'm going back. I'm going back. And I was like, you know, the response that we're hearing is really, it's bigger than normal. So um, I ended up changing my mind. So happy I did. And even last night, a lot of the conversation was like, hey, bro, I needed this. No, for sure. And I think because we kind of getting back to that place of normalcy before the pandemic. So, you know, everybody's kind of putting their guard down and we missed each other. So I don't know. Homecoming is always a beautiful experience. I don't know. I think I was coming to homecoming when I was like Braxton's age with my parents. So I'm out there six at the tailgate. I don't even know how we getting home. We out here on the wing of the prayer because everybody (laughs) drunk. Right. But it's always a good time always a good time and it's good to see everybody and we get into that age where folks are passing away unfortunately so it's nice to see your folk and hug Mm -hmm. on your people and show them love and take as many pictures as possible because you never know when the last time gonna be the last time so people was looking good last night too you know what you know you know yeah i noticed that ain't he in the blessing business yeah you see what i'm saying because some some of y'all look good Mm -hmm. i look all right y'all look y'all some not all don't go crazy but some of (laughs) y'all i look all right but yeah, and you know, for me, like just thinking about this homecoming in general the last few years, I mean, obviously the pandemic came through. Um, and this feels like the first year, like Tip said, where it feels like a normal homecoming. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously 2020 was a wash. Uh, 21 people were iffy. Even 22, 
you know, but here we yeah. are in 2023, and now it's balls to the wall. Like everybody, yo, we outside, we doing everything we used to do. Um, I know that uh, it sounds like everybody has set their limit for how many events they doing this weekend. That but, that's adulting, yeah. Because everybody went into it like, hey, all right, we going, but tailgate isn't optional. Are y'all going out Friday? Or are y'all going out Saturday? Mm-hmm. Not going out both nights. No. Ain't got it in me. We got responsibilities. Been on top of that. We just don't have that to do. Yeah, but see, my body start aching and shit. We mm-hmm. in the middle of the club and my knees hurt. It's time to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Asian should pay the full. Like, yeah. I'm breathing different. I'm moving different. I, like, you know, I don't you know have time saying? for certain shit no yeah. more. I can't. I ain't got it in me. That's I why it's funny. I was, I think when you got up, me and Tiffany were reading Aaron's tweet saying how it was, it was insane and irresponsible to go to Tequila Fest and then midnight breakfast last night. Yeah, y'all forgot who y'all was. I went to Tequila Fest and I left and came to you guys. I was pacing. I got me some little, got me, got me a little scoop of rice. Mm-hmm. Potato hold me over. Tiffany, I had about three scoops of rice. Yeah. Tiffany offered me a um a soda mm-hmm. for a complimentary burger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, let's let's turn off right there, okay? Because that's a part of the age, right? <laughs> You can't just sit up there and eat up all that food and don't burp. That indigestion <laughs> be on you all night. You was gonna be in the club miserable. Got a fart. She would be in the club, pat me on the back. You all right? Come well, on, let, let me pat you. That gas to do something yeah, to you when you're dirty now. In the club, clutching your chest. Yeah, yeah. So, mm, mm. yeah get it about Get some soda over there, Marty. If you need it for a burp, and what he did, <laughs> went and got a damn soda. Uh-huh. Got hey, me a little swig And I knew I was old Because she said that and I, I just heard her say something That makes sense It make a lot of sense I told one of my homeboys That he was like Hey she ain't lying That, that burp saved your life You see what I'm saying That hey. gas I had you bound Come Hallelujah <laughs> Hallelujah I'm break free that, I break them shackles <laughs> So I can what boo Dance <laughs> Dance <laughs> Dance 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 Too much boo <laughs> It's peanut butter jelly time In Jesus name Hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you know what I mean. With, with, again, with it feeling like normal, man, like niggas go out there and enjoy themselves. You know, uh, the tailgate is always a good time. Um, and you know, this is funny. We were talking last night um, about just the differences, like because um, Jordan Tellers homecoming too. Yeah, yeah. And in undergrad, Jordan Tellers homecoming was an event. Like, yeah, you know, we absolutely were coming. You know what I mean? But as an, uh, an alum, like as a graduate, you know, Tip, you also graduated from Southern. I well. forgot that's where you got uh, one not of your undergrad, many degrees. But you got, yeah, one of her yeah. many degrees. She, yeah, she, she just pick a homecoming. It don't matter. It's right, school, you know. It's pointed. I went there too. Shake a hat. Mm-hmm. Lying degrees around and put mm-hmm. a bottle yeah. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Spin Which one I'm going to this year? Uh, guess it's Shaw again. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Guess it's Shaw again. But, um... We were talking about the differences, and I was saying, well, honestly, with homecoming, you know, me being a black graduate of Georgia, I don't feel like that shit's for me. I don't feel like they welcomed me home. Hell, I don't feel like they welcomed me there when I went there. Absolutely. Yeah, Ebony's so, never went back. Yeah, yeah, I went back one year, the year after I graduated, I went back, and I said, I'm never going back. I think from my observation being on the outside looking in, whenever you all was Georgia Southern alum in Atlanta, whenever they do stuff, yeah. I feel like that's more homecoming-ish. I think mm-hmm. it's the it's like Battle of the Southerns, like Georgia Southern versus Georgia State, yeah. like the real GSU. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of a homecoming for Georgia Southern. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, always, it always. Well, at least for us, yeah. And I think also because I, I went to Shaw and then I went to Georgia Southern. <sighs> homecoming at Georgia Southern is a big thing, right? But I think at homecoming you realize how much of the minority you are, mm-hmm. and it's just not a black 
Georgia Southern thing, you know, because most of the time when I was at Southern, I went to black events. I was around black people. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we did an occasional bar with a bunch of, you know, melanin deficient people. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I was with the niggas. (laughs) But when you go to homecoming, you are surrounded by so many white people. And it is an uncomfortable experience for me just because I went to HBCU first. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just this is different, man. I know for me, just what homecoming is, what it represents, what's supposed to be about family and all that. When I think about where I would go to get that feeling, it's Savannah State's homecoming. Absolutely, like every single time. I mean, and we talked about it before. You know, Savannah State's homecoming isn't just students' homecoming. You say you've been going since you were six. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's always been an event. I remember in high school we talked about it's homecoming. Absolutely, you know, at, at you know at Savannah State, and we going. You know what I'm saying? So it's really a pope homecoming. Like, Absolutely, because we get outfits and yeah. everything. Like you know, it used to be a day full of events. Niggas used to be up at the crack of dawn yeah. in a turtleneck at parade. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. up? <laughs> Watching the bands. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. little fringe jacket. You see what I'm saying? Shaky, yeah. shaky. Mm-hmm. That's when the girls used to have the tassels on the boots in the marching band. They don't do that no more. I mm-hmm. forgot all about that. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Damn, we losing recipes. You know, um, with where I currently work. So when I played football, right, we we played. So we didn't really hit a band like for real, for real. Like we was too locked in with the game, right? Yeah. So as I got older, I ain't never realized how disrespectful y'all was. Oh, we didn't give a shit. Yeah, y'all should be yelling shit like across the field. Like yeah. y'all got yeah. little chants. Like and them chants. I saw, I forgot what band that was. And then the boy went to laying down. Like they were sleeping. Oh, yeah, we'll go people. to sleep. Yeah, we were playing a song. And they I remember go to sleep. it was a percussion cadence. Um, was it marijuana? It's at doom. Stick that shit in the ground, bitch. Doom, doom. <laughs> I'm like, we were in high school. Absolutely. <laughs> Saying yeah. this. Stuff. And see, they let my petty ass be a dance coach for college. We had newspapers in the stands. The other team got up. All my girls pulled out newspapers. I got other shit to do. Yeah, I'm <laughs> seeing raggedy what's the, shit. What's the weather? What's the weather? Get your ass down. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And well, what's a little chant about your mom? Y'all got some shit about somebody's mom, ain't it? We had a lot of chants. Um, Hey, let's go to the liquor store. Then something out to your mama house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would go to your mama house. Yeah. I ain't like that. Don't be talking about we going to my mama house. I don't like that. Well, mm. we we can stop by and, and do a little something. But I, do you remember when we were younger? And if you mentioned somebody's mom, that was like the ultimate sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in elementary school <laughs> wanting to fight. Absolutely. Because oh, yeah. why is she talking mama. shit about my mama? Mm-hmm. Talk about mama. So, why, mama, so like, why am I in it? Right, that's all I got. Why am I the in? funny part is, you get in a fight about somebody saying something about your mom, and then your mama find out and <laughs> still whoop your ass. Yeah. And it's like, well, damn it, whose side are you yeah, on? Like, I'm defending you, the family you, name. Yeah, and then you beating on me. Yeah. Never go against. I the let family. them talk about your ass mm-hmm. next time. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> you know what? They might have been right. Right. Shit, the way I see it, huh, yeah. acting like that, stank ass, ungrateful ass. ass. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of mama's man, so uh, <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> Last weekend, man, I got a. It's actually a good little transition, man, because I went to uh, dinner in Blanc, um, and my mom's was there. Okay, that might have been the first time I got to like actually like party with my mom. Very cute. I love that. For oh you. no, it was a blast. Oh, was a blast. I know that was a good fun. time. Oh, mom had a good time. Mom had a good time. The the only thing. <laughs> so the only thing is right. So they started like scrolling and shit. Oh, the Greeks were there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, you know, it's just black folks there. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it went to a little set, and then, um, so everybody started strolling, and then, you know, obviously P's there, and, and you know, she with AK. Oh, yeah. 
So my mom was so excited for her, right? Like my mom was cheering and shit. <laughs> older people love non Greek. Older people love seeing. The oh right, Dude, isn't that what they say? Do that yeah. dance. I'm talking about AKA. No. And I'm still like, mom, just no. Back up. <laughs> stop, stop. Ebony's <laughs> mom used to be like. I told Ebony she need to be one of the the ski wee girls. Yeah. <laughs> and what else? <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> and what else? I love it. <laughs> and what else? But yeah, no, nah, it was a good time. But we got a topic. So when uh, I'm with Dinner and Blanc, mm-hmm. because I've been on the fence about attending. Okay. Uh, I have seen good reviews from it, and yeah. and, and it's it's a beautiful event. Um, I, I'm gonna go get into Charlotte's a little later about some feedback I got from that. But mm-hmm. when I when I did my research and I found out everything, so oh, like you know, it's a really big event. I don't know how Charlotte, how Savannah's is set up. If you have to like basically sign up and then you get selected, mm-hmm. so you go through all of that. You have to decorate your own table. Yep. Yes. You had to bring your own food. Yep. Yes. Yes. That sounds like rental spoons. <laughs> From so and that's the reason that I've decided not to participate because I'm like y'all want me to because in dress my white now. yeah because so, I'm doing all this in my white outfit so and what some people are doing they get the hosts the host whoever they'll get people to decorate and go and do that and I get that because to me dope. it's like an upscale homecoming. So upscale token. So basically, what I gather from because I when I was told that we were going, um, <laughs> you were told. Yeah, I, I like told, that. Yeah, I was told. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Put your put yeah, the fucking yeah, foot down. Yes. Be be dressed in white Saturday. She don't play. Yeah. And where you was at? When you in were your white on Saturday. White, mm, when you were I all, followed the When you were all white, do you wear white draws? Now see, it depends on who you draws. ask. If my you mama, ask a my church mama mother, always said you should wear black draws. It depends on who you ask. See, I, I have like I had like some white like compression shorts. Okay. So I wore them. Well, you can do. See, now they you know they kind of transition into more of the brown nudes and stuff. Okay. If you're a brown skin girl, it, you could buy you some drawers skin. that matches your complexion. Mm-hmm. But you okay. know, the old saints used to like to do white, everything white, slip white drawers, white <laughs> suit, white white oh, stockings, white. white shoes, white gloves, white hat. Yes, Glory is. to God. Yes, it is. Mm. But um, so what I gathered is that so you got two options, right? Mm-hmm. You go with option A. A is when you get your own shit, right? Okay. So on the table, that's option we went. So we had our own table, um, wagon, uh, carry shit in, uh, chairs, tablecloth, centerpiece, um, brought your own food, all that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You do that. You meet at a certain spot. Uh, they tell you to meet at a certain square. Then you walk into the actual event. Okay. The other option is they have a trolley. You do a trolley, you ain't got to do none of that. You pay for oh, the trolley, okay. You ride the trolley down, it drops you off, everything's set up for you. They got food there. You can buy food from the event. You don't got to bring your own food. You can buy food. Okay. From the event. I like that. Okay, then here we go. We um, cooking. You can buy, yeah, you can buy wine and all that. Now, they say you can't bring liquor. You know, I'm bringing liquor. Yeah, you um, heard. <laughs> so, uh, you can do so. You got two options, right? The only issue with it is if you go with theirs, obviously it's that up price and shit on there. It kind of upcharge it. Um, and like the meal was like a turkey sub or some shit. You know what I mean? You bought me out here. Hold, hold on, see what I'm saying? Yeah. For a bag lunch. Saying? You see what I'm saying? I beat your ass. Yeah. You see so, what I'm saying? Hold on. I just want to yeah. make sure. So we going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. Hell no. Hey. No, no. I'm going to no. put on my good white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Testify. Trolley down. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sashay your ass to the table. Cha cha real smooth. Mm-hmm. And they're going to bring you a very nice sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> 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 we still doing it. <laughs> that's exactly from Poopy. That's, that's, that, that's they're going to bring you a very nice turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> 
for y'all that don't know, me and Ma have been completing each other's sentences for like the last 17 years. It is hilarious. Because <laughs> I knew where he was going. I knew where he was going with that. Insurance. Yes. Insurance. But that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's the part that has me. <laughs> Lord hold my mule Jesus. But all that shit sends weeks from public. Man, but, y'all don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I at least thought he was gonna say, you know, a little turkey tenderloin, nah, little sure. mashed potatoes nah, and sure. gravy. Nah, you can get your little bag. Little Alfredo. Little well, do they cut it in the triangle? Get your little bag lunch. I think they split it in half. Little iceberg Ooh. lettuce. Then in Blanc Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck off. <laughs> what the commercial say? Watch yourself, Savannah. <laughs> you better lay <laughs> Ain't no way in oh. hell. But you oh, know what? God. I love, I love the support. I oh. love to see black people look like just looking good and having a good time, though. So that's my favorite part. So, Seeing the footage. So here's so I will say this, right? Because I, I agree with everything y'all said. I said it's not some bullshit. And the way they had it situated, so like I guess you got like a group leader, right? And the group leader is like kind of saying, okay, well, we're going to divvy everything out. So mm-hmm. this person get the table. This person, you know, you get the chairs, you get this, you get that. Okay. This person bring the food. Like, so everybody got their own little responsibility, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you can, like I said, so honestly, in my opinion, would I go back? No. Mm-hmm. Was it a good time? Absolutely. It was a great time. It was a great good. time. So once you get past, again, once you get past like the little dinner part, that's maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of the actual shit. Right. Like once you get past that and it transitions to like the party, oh, it's a good time. Okay. Absolutely, it's a good, it's a good black party. Yeah, I feel I, like I, if I ever participated, I would outsource everything. Yeah. I would have someone to come decorate the table. I would yeah. have somebody cater the food, and you know, hey, this is the color scheme. Yeah. This is what we were thinking for the meal options. I would like to just show up for all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or actually, ha- let's have them mm-hmm. deliver the cater. You get what I'm saying? The yeah. food. Yeah, and we just move from there. Cause it just seems like it's such a hassle. The one in Charlotte was at the uh, baseball field, mm-hmm. but um, one of my coworkers went, and she she said she's been a couple times, and she felt that this year, which this is what I take from it when I see it anyway, it can, it can kind of come off as like black elitism. Absolutely. And she said at the one in Charlotte, she said she just felt like it was very kind of snobby. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, it was like a smokers corner. I said it was a what? She was like, we on baseball field, then we just thought. Smelling. Oh, very good. Mm. And I'm like, okay. I oh, said, that's but, a party. I said, but I get it. And that's but, exactly but how I felt. So, when I lived in Charlotte, that's why I never really went. Because yeah. I'm like, this don't really, you know, this ain't really for girls like me. Like, what a hood nigga for me? You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ski. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to be. And ski we ye. But... Yeah. You know, niggas gonna find a way because they told us that you're not allowed to bring your own liquor because you can't have it's a city ordinance, you can't have liquor. This yeah, yeah. Johnson Square. We live I in said, we in an open container yeah, city. What the hell you mean? Oh, Watch this. Oh look, shit. They say they're going to the bathroom. Shit, I went to uh Octane. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I went to Octane, got me a drink, and brought it back. You, see what I'm saying? you should took mama Octane. Mm-hmm. Well she was I don't know what she was at. <laughs> and she was having a good time. No other mama go to Octane too. And shit, we so we went, we were leaving, right? I told her mom said was shit. I, at the time, what I thought we was about to do was leave around, I don't know, nine something. I said, shit, we go up to the, the uh, sorry, Charlie, you know, get something to your Man, shit. 
we ain't left that shit till like eleven thirty, right? So we done took all back to the car. She like, so I'm uh I follow y'all down to sorry Charlie's. Oh, she was so happy to hang I with said, you. I said, baby, I said, baby, we going home. So, okay, cool, 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 cool. Just, just book, just book it. In. Now you know oh, yeah, she want to go. Oh, yeah, no, now you got a surprise. Going oh, sorry, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, we're taking my girl now. We're take her so she get forty eight oysters. Yeah. Oh, you know. That was a whole different goddamn. <laughs> what you what what you doing? If you sit down, have you been in a situation when you went on a date and, and your date went to just order and shit? Nah, but I know me and El first date. Disclaimer: I left a cookout. Whenever I tell the story, she always makes it seem like I was just trying to be, whatever. You was fat then too, so I believe. No, nah, but I know I had left a cookout. Went to Texas Roadhouse. A, I got a salad. Mm. My girl got double pork chops. She was like, mm-hmm. "Shit, you sitting eat cute if you want Yeah, to. yeah, because fuck all that. But I was like, I was trying to be cute. I, I, I left the cookout. But mm-hmm. if somebody eat forty eight oysters in front of me, like, bitch, it's not an oyster roast. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, and I get it. But it could be intriguing depending on how she eat them. You know oh, what I mean? She, she, she was definitely she was down fucking the them down. Oh, you circle oh, the boys if, down, if, don't worry if, about it. If she gonna suck them down, <laughs> <laughs> so but I think. <laughs> Like, 48 oysters sounds crazy in a restaurant, right? 48 oysters in a backyard at an oyster roast with your cousins is totally different. Now, you also consider niggas is drinking beer, niggas up moving around, mm. they got to feed the weed, so they got a little munchie in between it. You know, it's not hard to eat 48 oysters in that setting. Because seafood like that really isn't that... Um, feeling anyway. exactly, but, but forty eight oysters in a in a two hour date, two lemon drops, and then you turn around and order crab cakes and potatoes. Oh. I know your stomach was rolling, mm. big greedy bitch, but <laughs> <laughs> big funky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's kind of big and funky. Yeah, that's nasty. I and like I that. think that's also I ain't a fan. take consideration for who you with. You know what I mean, yeah. like. It's different if this your boyfriend and y'all been together. And you you know, you've been talking about oysters all week. B, I'm going to bust the motherfucking oysters down. You hear me? When I get in there, them oysters don't stand a chance. I expect 48 <laughs> oysters out of conversation like that. Right, right. And, and exactly. Neither do you. Don't worry about it. As soon as we done. Soon you get what I'm saying? That be like a little kink presentation. Yeah, it is. You know? Look yeah. how she's sucking on them yeah, oysters. Dude, I got yes. some. She could suck. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's how niggas be at the table, right? <laughs> right. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But somebody that you just met off the humbug, you eating 48 oysters? Bitch, have some class. <laughs> That's just it's. Uh, and I, I went when I saw that shit. I was thinking like, damn, like a first day. What am I doing in that situation? Did he even order? That what I'm saying. I think you left her greedy ass right there. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it was given because his his linen had looked clean on his side of the table. Oh yeah, you probably just watching. I couldn't believe it. What he said he on part- white chicks. Damn, little lady, you sure know how to put it away. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> she she wrote she was eating them oysters with her legs open. Oh. She better be glad Coach Stormy wasn't there. <laughs> what is this on your plate? <laughs> I would never let nobody fix me a plate like that. It's low vibrational. Move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was given. Cause I know them to- them oysters tore her up on the back end. Mm-mm, that's this is different. I ain't, I ain't knew y'all was living like that. Really? Mm-mm, yeah. I need to do more, but I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> If you put eight crab leg clusters in front of me, I sleeves. very well could eat 48 crab you gonna, legs. You're going to roll them sleeves you up. Hear what, you hear what I'm talking about? I, I don't think I'd do nothing like that on the first date, though. But you know. Yeah, I mean, y'all together. Y'all went on a few dates. You know what I mean? Y'all didn't exchange pleasantries. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. But the first date, 
She ain't even had nothing to make her burp, Ma. She just <laughs> had no soda. She needed a little cold pop. Yeah, yeah, ain't had no soda at yeah. night. Yeah. lemon drops. Yeah, I know all that shit was sitting on her stomach. Ooh, no, she a bad dog. You see what I'm saying? Mm. We getting too old for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. She done went shit. Guts bad. Yeah, she got it. Mm. <laughs> that next morning. Ooh. It probably went down smooth, but it came out fighting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Ooh, Lord. I know that next morning. She cleared the room. I know she did. Bless Ooh, her heart. Lord. That kind of carrying on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That ain't for me. Bless y'all. Niggas been saying the damn fool got pee in it. Mm. another Mm-mm. example. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I pray we all be ready. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. So, speak, speaking of having pee in it, man. So, uh, <laughs> Will and Jada, today relationship got pissed all over. It. It's, it's pissing. I'm tired of it. Honestly, like I'm, so, I'm sick. And I'm you know, tired. they're my people. I'm sick. I love I'm them. Tired. You know, they're my people. I love them. I, I love hate them unnecessary I, publicity, but I love them. I'm I fed do too. Up. I'm fed up. You know what? For the longest, right? So when this topic popped up, right? On the in the little in the note, I said, "All right, cool." This is what I got to say about that. But I, I started really thinking over this week. You know what? I'm sick of the shit. I'm not defending Will no more. Cause but y'all should have never defended y'all him. Y'all should have never defended that, Will. For, that was the first problem. He never needed to be defended. Well, at the, in the beginning, you would think he would. No, you didn't. And, why not? Because that's what that's what guys took that as. He's talking about with the whole August Alcino thing? Well, the whole, just the whole gamut of all the shit. The August shit, the Tupac shit, the, all that shit. Yeah, but the... For the August stuff, he didn't need to be defended at all. He, my thing with that situation was people took that red table, and I actually used to watch Red Table Talk before it got somewhat toxic from the beginning. Right. Um, that was one of me and Epps' comfort shows. And when they talked about it, this was something that they were so far removed from. Absolutely. So they didn't it care. Was, it was new to us, but it was old and to them. And this was like probably, it was over a year old. The only reason they talked about it was because August Alcina. Went up there on his PR And he right. said something Right And I, when they went through it But then everyone was like Oh he was crying And the thing And he flat out said You know We had I think that he had been Shooting something Like it was late at night Like he was tired But If we can spin our own narrative And make it more entertaining We're gonna run with that Absolutely like, Oh look at that man He was crying He was not crying He said He told y'all he was tired But y'all didn't like that answer Because it didn't make sense to y'all So we're gonna right. go with What we wanna do Right Right, and always. So what your boy say? We already yeah, Charlamagne always say, who, who wants the truth in the last morning Tina? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think, like, my perspective on the whole thing is, it's interesting, especially when you consider both sides. I feel like people do not consider both sides, mm-hmm. right? We only going off of the misogynistic view. Like, we don't, why she keep doing this to Will? Mm-hmm. Not knowing that Will has done a gamut of things that he's already talked about, but the focus has not been on a lot of the things that Will has done just because he's Will. He's Will. And he has this this good guy, fresh prince demeanor. You know, and all of this has kind of worked to his ego. For example, what we found out what he did to the dark skin Aunt Viv, right? Mm-hmm. When we found out, everyone was like, Oh my God, I couldn't believe that he would do something like that. But that's exactly how he was moving. So mm-hmm. when you consider like the issues that he's had, you know, that he's talked about, he's admitted that he's had problems with being a good partner, a good friend, a good father. He's not been faithful. You get what I'm saying? And the way that he perceives himself has a lot to do with the way that he shows up in the lives in the lives of people that are close to him, right? So we know that about Will. Mm-hmm. We might not pay attention to it. We might it might be something that we throw away. But the minute Jada says, you know what? I'm gonna tell my side of it. Right. So the media knows that people are invested in misogyny. Right. So every time someone takes an excerpt from something Jada has already said in her book or already said in an interview, we keep putting it out. Sentence by sentence, line by line, Jada says this. And then three days later, it's Jada says that. So you think that every time 
the shade room says that Jada says something that Jada is saying it to a mic. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I'll say this to be honest with you, like, and that was like my conclusion. I came to it was at the end of the day. That's what they into and what they like because it's not that because it's anyway. yeah because part of it is them saying well Jada said this Jada said that and did she actually say it no but a lot of it is right now Jada has a book to sell yeah. absolutely Jada, Jada's on Jada has done every podcast platform Jada was on all the smoke Jada was just been all over the place yeah. and it's and a marketing okay. strategy exactly and that's and because then when I look and that's why I was saying like my viewpoint changed when they had I don't know what if it was a book signing or something but there's will. Absolutely, right, he's there in the midst of all and talking that. So, about how much right. he loves her. Yeah, and so what I'm so what I'm looking at now is you know what that's what that would work for y'all. Yeah, and y'all okay with it. y'all have an understanding? We're putting our standards absolutely. On our, you know how we feel on them, and like nah, we've been happy doing what we're doing forever. Like they've been yep. saying that you know they they enjoy multiple partners. They ain't really been traditionally married in yeah. years. Yeah, like, this is how we. So then when I look at you know what I mean the things that Will said that he was doing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean in the past. Well, that's probably what they was into, and that's part of why they were still together. Jada with the whole Tupac stuff. That's what they were like. They Will knows this to me. To be honest, and this is me putting my opinion on what they got going. Yeah, I mean you can. To me, Will's biggest mistake, the biggest thing Will did wrong was marrying the woman when he knew he wasn't her first choice. Like, that's his biggest mistake. After that, you know what I mean? Everything else is what you want to do. But to me, I think that's the biggest, I think, you know, that's, I think, the, that's the biggest issue yeah. that he had was that he, everyone knows. And she wasn't ready to get married. Yeah. like It was just this pressure on really? her to marry the Fresh Prince because Absolutely. it was a good optic, yeah, right? And then you her. get with him and then he held on feet. Right. <laughs> and now we got kids. Yep. And we got to deal with this thing with the ex-wife too. And I think another thing, like when you read some of the comments of what men have to say, I think a lot of men are displeased because Will has not discarded Jada the way that men want him to. Like he still gets up and says that I love her. Now, I feel like he could defend her a little bit more. But I think a lot of men have a problem with how he still chooses to deal with her. And I think the other thing is it makes people feel a way about how open and honest they are about their struggles. Just because your mom and daddy and your grandmama them been faking it. These people are just being blatantly honest. And I do think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. And then on top of that, I think niggas is just starting to realize Will Smith is not a victim. Yeah. And to, and to be honest, what I've, what I've also noticed, especially like with, with men, I mean, we talked about shit at the barbershop earlier this week. What gets presented on social media, like what they say in the comments and all that, and what they say in real life, are two completely. Separate oh yeah, things. niggas be flexed because, up because yeah. nobody really. Because yeah. it's, it's niggas out here getting cheated on now, and they yeah. staying. And we said that, and I mean, we yeah, we talked about that on the podcast before, and we said, that, I mean, to be honest with you, from what we what we know is. As long as don't nobody else know about this cheating shit, yeah. it is what it is. It out. Like we can make this. We can make, now now it may be hard. And yeah. it may be a little different. The nigga may get his lick back. You know, your girl may get a lick. It may be that. Yeah. But as long as it stays in-house, yeah. Yeah. we're cool. That's and that's, cool. that's that's old. That's when you know, like you're saying, your moms and your aunties have been faking it. Like, it stayed in-house. Whatever stayed that in-house. red table talk was, when Jada and Will looked at each other and they used the line from Bad Boys, ride together, die yeah. together, mm-hmm. bad marriage for life. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I knew then. Yeah. I was like, That's I, why I always said, I was like, they really give off 
that they're just you know exactly we vow but like that's the thing it's a a vow to be married and then so like you said also they're not going to separate right and then they like i said they've made this vow that they aren't divorcing each other and then like the marketing strategy so think about when we used to when the movie was coming out right Mm -hmm. because we used to have commercials not these little ads right (laughs) so remember when like you would see a commercial for this this new movie that's coming out and it could be marvel or whatever and the whole commercial will make it seem like the antagonist is the good guy right you watch the movie and then you find out damn that ain't went no way like i thought it would and that's exactly what this marketing strategy is Mm -hmm. so right now you have jada the antagonist so she's the bad guy right Mm -hmm. you have will the protagonist he's the good guy Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is she's gonna sell this book if five percent of the people that follow her on instagram buy this book that's still like five hundred thousand copies right you're gonna read this book and find out that she's the hero you're gonna find out all the shit that she put up with and it's going to be everybody gonna have their foot. You get what I'm saying in their mouth. It's good, it's, it's good to highlight that. And even after we decided that we were going to discuss this, I did see that the will stuff is not the whole interviews that she's doing. She's yeah. talking about a whole bunch of and other they're stuff. asking her questions for clickbait. Yeah, they asking her about Tupac. But once right. they do that, it's it, like, oh, we're gonna chop this and make it a clip, yeah, and we're absolutely. gonna discard the other 45 and, minutes and of to, good shit that she be, did. And to be honest, I learned this just from doing from just studying podcasts it's also with her like this is jada we're talking about absolutely there's there's no interview that's being had with jada that they're just putting something out that jada didn't okay jada knows what questions they ask she's brilliant yeah like there's and and that's everybody it's any any star you're not bringing a star into an interview and you just ask whatever you want like they have publicists saying yo these are the questions you can ask this is what we want if you if you actually look at press runs even, you know, back when we were growing up, when artists come on the radio stations, if you look at the different interviews, it's the same question they're asking yeah. all the time. Absolutely. And the artist is answering the same way, telling the same stories. You go on Jay Leno, you go on David Letterman, you go all these mm-hmm. places. They're asking the same shit. You're telling the same story over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. So to me, I don't think there's even honestly, I don't even know if it's a, it's a hero and a victim in it. I think they both. It's just doing, a story. Yeah, it's a story. It's just like, absolutely. I don't, think, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think. And guess what? But I think the money goes to whose household? There. There. Exactly. Whole lot exactly. Because and that's what people's like. He still were. You know how rich they are. Hello. They don't have to be together. And that's literally what we talked about at the bar. They don't have Thursday. to be together. Like we had this whole argument in one. He's Will fucking Smith. Yeah, and she's Jada. Jada Pickett from the Matrix. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, come on. She, listen, all y'all hoes is wearing bantu knots like Jada did in the Matrix. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like they is going back to their house. So what you telling me is I have a partner, and we're making this type of money together. I'm gonna split this up. Even though outside of what y'all see, we happy. I yeah. go on my dates. I do whatever. I deal with the women that I deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't tell me Will can't walk into a room and bag whatever he wants. He's still yeah. Will fucking Smith. Yeah. You right. can't tell me Jada can't walk into a room and bag whoever she wants. She's still Jada. Because like, the, the funny thing is, in the midst of all this crazy, the guys are just like, she must be got it going on. She got to. They got all this going on. I think she got a little baby hand in there. <laughs> just grab you. She get on top yeah. and it kind of drop down like the claw on Toy Story. <laughs> just pick it oh. and just pick it up. Just grab it, it. Pick it like the yeah. game at arcade. Yeah, When she get on top and she start riding, the coochie yeah. be like, "Finish him!" Like the claw. Wow. She got to fatality. Did she just get up and leave him there? Is that what's going on? Okay, that, that, that must be it. They That's when the it. eyes fall. <laughs> they got it. 
But I will say this: is a lot of y'all niggas is sticking around, and what you stick around for less, for less, ain't got a lot less, ain't got the claw, ain't got nothing. Lord, what they got? Ain't got the claw. All she got is you. She Not holding that. them churn over his head. That what it is. He's getting a little child support, a little pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That what you scared of, boy? That's it. Oh, she gonna get that. <laughs> she gonna get that. That what you scared of? Oh, you gonna let that go, boy? Gotta let that there go. Scared of you? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, one topic that I did want to get into, and I feel like this is gonna be a very interesting topic. Um, there were comments made by Ebony K. Williams. I love her. Are we familiar with these comments, Tiffany? You, you everybody familiar? Refresh the audience. All right. <laughs> so what I will do is I will actually let me see if I play a little little clip. So I can find a clip. Mod, you sent me that clip. See, I can find this clip you sent me here. Go get, matter of fact, pass some headphones over to Miss Mackie if you don't mind. While I there we go. Why search these clips? Damn, I talk to your ass that much on. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Good lord. All right, let's play play a little clip. We gonna. needs to be said out loud is that as black men age their desirability increases thus their optionality of women is always expanding and the exact opposite is true for black women mm -hmm. as we age doesn't matter how much money we accumulate our degrees or professional accolades the reality is, is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year no matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. And speaking of fertility, that is another reason that I want younger black women to seek marriage and partnership in college or right. The reality. I feel as if I don't know this. Okay, <laughs> I feel as if I understand what she's saying. I agree Absolutely. with a lot of what she's saying. Um, I don't feel like fertility is the reason. I don't think men necessarily look at women and say, "I don't want to date her because she can't have my kids." Like, yeah, I don't know if that's the reason. But I will say this: there's so. And I was talking to somebody about this other day. And I was like, so it's two types of niggas in this world, right? Okay. When it comes to this type, when you, as we get older, right? You got the type of niggas that can make it happen and the niggas that can't. Right. Now, as we get older, the niggas that can make it happen, for the most part, are spoken for, right? They get pulled off, pulled out the market fairly quickly at some point. Right. And if they're not, by some, they still can reach back because... Those are the things that men are looked for to do, right? So to provide, that's kind of just the, the, the traditional thing that men are looked for to do. For women, the fact that they make X amount of dollars and blah, blah, all those things are amazing. They're great, right? But that's not, if you're talking to, and again, it's certain type of niggas, right? But, and we're going to look at the thorough ones. We're not really worried about how much money you make. If you make money, it's a, it's a great thing. Yes. But we're not coming into a relationship, a situation strictly or, you know, using that as an asset. Because for most times, if you're making X amount of dollars, most niggas going to look at it like, shit, that's her money. Like, that's what she got. Like, that ain't exactly. got nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of the scale, you know, more so. Like, I don't think it's fertility thing, but I do agree. I do feel like the older men get, the more options they have because we can reach back because we don't really care about 
that part of it. So then all the things we're looking at is, are we attracted to her? Does she make me feel good? Does she, is she a good person? Like, these are things I'm looking for. Whereas it's been tradition to where most women are going to be looking for a man who can at least provide some type of financial or something to some value to the relationship. And once, you know, y'all get old enough, now you're trying to, you can't really go back to a young nigga because he ain't there yet. Right. You know what I mean? And the old niggas is taken. So then that's kind of, I think more so that's the point of what she's saying. And that's where what she says is accurate. Um, when we look at that as opposed to like, I, I wouldn't say the fertility thing like that. That's a little. Yeah. Because on the other side of that argument, you have men arguing that they don't want to take care of somebody else's kids. Right. So right. the fertility thing, I don't feel like is, yeah. Yeah, that's never, you know, it's that's not, never a thing. Yeah. no. And, and I really feel like if you, you get with the right guy, you can have five kids. You can have 12 of them. Mm-hmm. If he want to deal with you and you got that, that little hand in your pocketbook. Talk about it. He, you know what I'm the saying? Claw. He's going to, you know, everything comes with a little bit of sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if he got to buy 12 Happy Meals, some niggas are okay with that. Just mm-hmm. make spaghetti. You, you know what I'm saying? Hot dogs. Yeah. But. It's spaghetti in there. It's some spaghetti in there. But I think the other side of that is, I think we do women a disservice sometimes by telling them that they should try to marry a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Just because of the differences in how we're raised you know, so y'all mamas didn't play that shit, right? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of our male peers, we can, you know what I'm saying? We can we can kind of draw up the comparisons between how our sisters were raised and yeah. the dudes that's in their age group. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. how it's always been like just a level of immaturity. Yeah. So I do understand that when men finally get to the point of they want to settle down when they're older and they understand that they have options because they done played. Mm, they, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They've, they've, they've secured themselves. They turn, what, 27? You have that life falls apart at 27. Turn 28, 29, 30. Shit start making sense. Start to get a little bit more established. Bank statements start to make a little bit more sense. And then you crave stability, mm. right? So you yeah. have the space to do that as opposed to the young lady that was 21 and had to figure it out. You get what I'm saying? Because she's been raised to be a wife since she was since she got here, right? Yeah. To cook and clean and do all of the things and to make sure that she can take care of herself. So sometimes when we try to push women into this space that you should date to marry a lot sooner, mm-hmm. baby, the niggas is on the flow. So who am I dating? You get what I'm saying? And, right. and what, what are they contributing? What is this person offering me? Mm-hmm. That's a good question for you bald-headed hoes to start asking yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What is this person offering me, right? So I I don't know. And I think that's a very marriage, you know, if if marriage is the goal, then by all means. You can rock with what Ebony has to say. And I I can agree that, I don't know why the hell I can't talk this morning, but um, I can agree if marriage is the goal. Something that I know me and Booby were talking about this, just texting about it is, what I've seen even from that, speaking to Booby's point is, from my... These days, you got to say, from my perspective. Yeah, because yeah. you're not speaking for everybody. Yeah, you know, I'm not speaking for everybody, but right. from my perspective, I do know a lot of older black women that say it's get it's harder the it older is. that they get. Yeah. So, um, and I, I even told Booby from this, I'm like, bro, I just seen this from like my mama's friends or like cousins or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why when black black women that I know have gotten older, you see a lot of them dating married men because mm-hmm. they just want somebody. And I don't want to deal with you. When I ain't got to. Yeah. I want somebody else to be responsible for you. Yeah. Come, back, come drop something off and go back the way you need to be. And, and they'll be fine with it. I was just talking to one of my older cousins. She's 40. She's 49. She was talking to this dude. And she was like, Ma, I feel like the young girls got it better than us. 
said because these men that's in my age group we gotta and that's we, she said we, she said we gotta raise them all over again exactly so it's not even really stability and i don't think ebony's looking at it from that yes they have more options yeah you get what i'm saying because they get to re- like essentially no disrespect to y'all but y'all kind of get to do whatever the fuck y'all want to do your whole lives you get what i'm saying yeah. we have all of these standards like the things that hold over y'all here is is provider right yeah as long as you provide so niggas like I could do this for three that. households, and if I could do it for three households, then shit. Long as I'm providing, everybody need to sit down and shut up. <laughs> hey, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, However, that. I think when it comes to, I'm getting older. I'm 34. I'm a black woman. I'm single. So it's like now that I'm looking at it, it really ain't nothing in the pool that interests me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's nothing really to draw from. So I I don't know. It's kind of weird hearing both sides of it because yeah. your grandmama, she not getting married no more. Once your granddaddy died, she said she was the ooh child. You getting another husband? Hell no. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So you see a lot of women in their 50s and 60s, they no longer want to get married anymore because the older men get, y'all be terrible a little bit. We got to, you don't remember what medication you on. We got to tell you, get your ass up and watch. We got to feed you. You don't know which day the doctor appointment on, and I got to call and make the doctor appointment. <laughs> you getting them saying your hairline push back, your stomach in your lap. You get <laughs> what so, a stomach in the lap. <laughs> so it just becomes, you know, an additional burden. And I, I do see both sides. I do see why women get older and decide, you know what, I done had my world at this marriage thing. I'm just gonna, you know, do my swirl with somebody else's husband mm. this time around. Yeah. But, and I don't condone that. And send them home. Send but them I home. do see how you get. I'm saying that's that's a lot easier. It is. It it may be easier for a lot of women to deal with somebody else's nigga. Yeah, yeah. Because like you say, you send them back. Absolutely, send that shit back. Because she's scheduling your appointments. I ain't got to do all that. Mm-hmm. Come over here for a little snack. That's take it. your ass home. Go ahead now. Go on. Go on. Yeah. What you finna? What you finna do? Right. <laughs> Look at what you about to do? What you about to do? Yeah, I'm about to go. Yeah. Oh, you about to go? You yeah, you about to go? Start closing up your robe and standing up. All right, well this was nice. This This was was nice. nice. This was nice. You all right? You want a little water on the way out? Just a little tuna sandwich. (laughs) You need something to make make you burp. Some sodas in there. It's some cold sodas in there. I got some pop. I got a Heineken. I got a Heineken. Some big K sodas in there. A sparkling punch. Yeah, you can take it with you. Let me let me know what you want to do now. But go ahead and get on out of here. But and I and also I can imagine because when you were talking, I was thinking about it. I said, yeah, like damn, like you know, tips thirty four, you know, very successful. That shit got to be hard just to find somebody that when we look at you know what the Bible has, some somebody that's equally yoked. Like that yeah. shit ain't you know what I mean? It's so, not. So you get to a certain point to where now it's like damn, like I gotta take a little bit of an L. Just if I want to make something work, I absolutely and I gotta, and, and I gotta roll the dice and hope this shit works. Yeah, and it's a catch-22. So it's deal with somebody that's not really on my level, hope that he don't get to my level, and then dog me, right? And when you get on, leave your ass for a white girl. And then I'm going to beat both y'all ass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck about that? <laughs> but, and then it's the, you get what I'm saying? Like, or just wait and wait. And wait and see that I think that that's that's what separates the real from the desperate. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Either you going wait, you get what I'm saying. And I think I'm at this at a point now. I'm the friend that's done it all for the first time. Listeners, I've been the baby mom. I'm married, separated, divorced, all that. Right. So now it's like marriage is not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. That is not like the top list of 
That's not what everybody wants. You get what I'm saying? And you know, everybody's not called for that. Exactly. And I challenged the way that I was raised because everything my mother taught me was for the sake of men. Mm -hmm. Clean his house. And a man want no nasty woman. Well, what about cleaning the house just because I deserve a clean space? Not cleaning it because ain't no nigga gonna want me if the house. Because I'll tell you what, it's some niggas laying next to a nasty bitch. (laughs) Right (laughs) now. Bed, Bed stank. (laughs) <laughs> 48 oyster eating bitch <laughs> Just fat and wild and yeah. You get what I'm saying So I don't know I think if you're marriage minded And that's really 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 what you want Then maybe you should take heed to that advice But I know the niggas You know they're ubiquitous that means they're all over the place for you slow niggas That's a word You know so it's like for me It's never I don't know Just shake yeah. a hat pick and, one And you know honestly like and as we're having this conversation, I'm kind of thinking, and I try, so when I look at things, right, like, you know, my pops taught me, like, try to view shit from everybody's angle. My pops mm-hmm. worked in sales for years, right? So when working in sales, you got to look at, you know, yeah, what I mean? when I'm talking sides. to somebody, I got to look at what you're going to tell me next, so I already got to counter for that, right? Yeah. So that's how he taught me to think, and that's why I move and operate the way I do. So thinking about it, our parents, right, so, so our mothers. They were raised by women who were male-centric. Absolutely. But the reason why, like, as I look at it is because now look at all these opportunities you created for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You can say, I don't need no nigga and mean it. Absolutely. Right? As opposed to our grandmothers who, nah, you did. I did need that Because you didn't have the opportunity to go to school. You weren't getting the job. You weren't getting the interview. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't hiring no damn woman. To, like, it just wasn't happening. And then I know if you were, who was going to watch the kids when you was doing that? Exactly. Like, I know older men, like older men. Like, so my grand, you know, my would have been my granddad's age, right? Like, the way they speak and look at women still have those standards. Absolutely. Too. Like, I ain't listen to no damn woman telling me X, Y, and Z when, when Kamala was elected. I, man, I never forget. And I don't call him my granddad because I never knew him to be that. But I never forget... Um, we, I was somewhere with my grandma and my aunt, and he was there too. And my aunt mentioned something about the election. And he yeah. was talking about Joe Budden and Kamala running. And um, he was like, No damn woman be no vice president. What the hell? Like, what the, what, what the he like, well, what the hell is that? What was that? And my auntie, she just looked at him and she didn't even say nothing. I can tell she hear that shit all the time from him. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter was, that's the way the viewpoint was. So I can kind of see why. Those grandparents raised our, you know, mothers Absolutely. to look at things a certain way that our mothers said, well, nah, like. And that generation is so hell-bent yeah. on their values. Yeah, Absolutely. Like they, yeah, like, we talked about your moms, like, you know what I mean, talking to talking to her grandkids. Yeah. And they questioned something, I mean, you don't damn question me. For them, that's disrespectful. For us, that's a kid being a kid. Like, yeah. right. we've learned those things, right? Like, we've learned from our childhoods, like, damn, I didn't get a chance to talk. Like, I was standing in yeah. a child's place and... I turned 25 and I was still damn near looking at staying in a child's place. I'm Absolutely. 33 and it's still, you know what I mean? So we're the generation that's breaking out of that shit. Like, no, nah, you got something to say? What you got to say? How did it, you feel away? Yeah. Tell me how you ain't getting in trouble. Tell me how you feel. And I see. And my, I think that's where we are. Yeah. I think we see and what happened, awesome. you know what I'm saying, with our parents and our grandparents. And I hate when men get on the internet and, and ask questions like, you know, our grandmothers was, well, shut the fuck up, first of all, because you was outside with the men. So let your sister speak, because your sister was in there snapping green beans and cutting up greens. You get what I'm saying? And we heard what grandma had to say. And, and contrary to what you believe, she might have been smiling, but she was miserable. And she might not even have said a lot with us when we were in the kitchen. 
But we could tell by the way she responded to things or the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we know. And now we're the generation that can put two and two together. No, grandma really wasn't happy. She yeah. just didn't have no money. Right. And she didn't have a voice. Right. So she just sat there and she shut up and she did whatever that man said, regardless if he had that family cross town or what, because he was doing what? Paying bills. Mm-hmm. And now that you have women, you get what I'm saying, like me, that I don't have to rely on nobody to pay my bills. Right. A lot of men not going to be comfortable with that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because you want to come over here and tell me to sit down and shut up. You mm-hmm. first, nigga. And, and, that's a, <laughs> and, that, and that's why I tell, like, like, like my homegirls, I tell them that, like, oh, you want you a nigga that's going to do X, Y, and Z? That's cool. But understand what comes what with it. What comes that. with it. Absolutely. I, 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 I always stress that. Yeah, like, don't think you're going to get some nigga who do all this shit, pay for all this shit, and do all this shit. And you're going to run around here and do what the fuck you want. I yeah. only know a few. Like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nigga was like, I'll put, you in, "I'll put you in the house," and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. It sound good, but I ain't gonna be able to bring another nigga in here. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that nigga put you in the house, you can put your ass out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see, the girls be going for anything, but yeah. Tip ain't going for none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany ain't having that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in that, like I said, and that be the thing, like you know what I mean. Like it's it's a give or take. I do think one thing that that kind of hurts our generation is it's a lot of things where people want shit, but they don't want what comes with it, right? Yeah. Like it's all right, cool. Yeah, I want to do X, Y, and Z. You have to bust your ass to get that. I don't know if I want to do all. We that. are very focused on the small details, not big picture people. Right. A lot of people can't think through things past their desire for yeah. it. Right. I want. To lose 15 pounds mm-hmm. End of statement You gonna work out You gonna Drink water You gonna eat salad You get what I'm no saying salad, yes. Yeah it's so it's There's no Like forward thinking For the actions That are required From you or another party To get there So you want a nigga You get what I'm saying That's gonna trick off And do all this stuff for you Okay sister When he put his foot down And he feel like You can't go this place Or he's not gonna give you Money for this do you have a backup plan? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, and I don't think that the girls are thinking it. it come on now. Y'all know how niggas act when they get a little change. Mm-hmm. Hell, how they act they and you know how a nigga act when he run up in you. He feel like you property at that point. Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared. If yeah. he breaking bread, he going to feel like you owe him. And yeah. I hate that. I don't agree with that necessarily, but you know, that's just the way that they cut. So mm-hmm. you hoes better get you a coin. Like I said, P's and Q's, ones and twos, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's sassy. <laughs> yeah, that, and I agree hundred percent, man. Especially when we talked about kind of that bit, because we call a lot of people in our generation see the beginning, they see the end, they don't see the process. Yeah, like because everything's so picture perfect. Absolutely, like, it's a book I've been reading for years. Come my attention, uh, my attention span is trash, so I haven't been able to finish this book. It ain't that long. I've been reading. Is- it's Atomic Habits. Have not finished That's on my book. list. I, this I, book, I hear really we should read it together. That. Yo, that book, look, look, is, Tom and book. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That book is amazing. Just you know, from what I read, it's amazing because it talks about understanding. I use the example of uh, wanting to lose weight, right? So everybody wants to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know I me. Mean? I want to lose weight. I want to look like this. I want to do these things. But this is what it takes to get there. Absolutely. And, and, and the book talks about focusing on the things it takes to get there, and not so much on losing the weight. Absolutely. Okay, so I like I'm that. not yeah, so I'm not focused on losing fifteen pounds in a month. Like what I'm focusing on is today I want to eat better. Absolutely. Right? Because if I if I focus on eating better today, I focus on going to the gym today, if I focus on doing those things today, by the time I get a month, two months down the line, mm-hmm. I probably done drop some weight. 
You know yeah. what I mean? So focus, so it shifts like the focus more so from what we were always taught, which is to get in game, right? Like yeah. go to school, get a degree, go get a job. But they don't tell you about all the shit that happens in the middle. And how to sustain in the middle. Exactly. And that's where we get lost. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we reach certain levels and we don't know how to sustain and we don't understand the stress that comes with it because the process was never taught to us. It was just go get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Figure it out. Go get it. All right, cool. I got to do this too. Hold on. I got to do that. Yeah. I don't feel like doing all that. Yeah, you I know. Never, I never forget the first time I down when I bought my first car and I, okay, cool. So this is the car. No, okay, cool, cool, cool. You got to have insurance for your leave. Oh, wow. I bet. How much insurance is? Shit. I mean, well, since you want this, you got to. For that car? Probably going to be about 180, 200 a month. A month? My goddamn car. The fuck and now is but that's the that's what it takes to Absolutely. get there. Absolutely, niggas got to learn how to manage the middle. Exactly, like figuring that shit out and really learning that. And I think that's I the like part that. of it. That manage the middle. Man, man, mm. That'll preach. Yeah. Ooh, hallelujah. I see you. Yeah. Well, I see you. Hallelujah. Woman you see. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got my Sarah Jakes Roberts she, wig on, yeah, y'all. Yeah, she did. I got a bomb. little bomb on. Yeah, it is. She did with the bomb. Ooh, I feel the spirit of the Lord in this place. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Give him a crazy. <laughs> Give God some crazy praise. Yes, it is. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of Jesus before I get to this tailgate. But no, I, th- I really think that that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where life falls apart for a lot of people. It's managing the middle and we lose sight of that. I don't know. I'm going to pray for y'all. No, nah, please. They could ain't need it. Real bad. Real bad. We ain't going to let Mari pray. <laughs> My prayers don't go past the ceiling, y'all. <laughs> so please direct all prayer requests to me. <laughs> Do not. That. You see that name pop on the call ID. Him again. Hey, oh no, not you nigga again. Calling again. Yo, did y'all hear the thing when they say like heaven really up with a call center and the angels answering prayers? I knew that. I can see that. Like somebody told me that shit, and I thought that was a cute, like, okay. So. That means somebody got me on hold. Yeah, see what I'm saying? <laughs> but but it's one thing. I am waiting for. You got to find your representative. You need to find the Lord. I got a good rep. Yeah, see, see what I'm saying? I got a good rep. You know, yeah. sometimes I'm just on hold for now. It's okay. That's it. Like, damn, he go Tiffany again. Yeah, he somewhere. may not come when you want him. What'd he on. say? <laughs> but here, what? Be there right on time. Come on. Come on. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> sexy. <laughs> So speaking of man, so there's been a lot of uh, conversation centered around music, um, centered around the Drake album. Um, that's obviously been one of the bigger, most you know, look forward to releases, uh, most anticipated releases of the year. It came went. A um, lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people didn't appreciate it. A lot of people felt like it wasn't what we expected. Um, comments were made uh, by Joe Budden, kind of talking about it. There was a whole back and forth. Um, and it also went hand in hand with, uh, it was the Juicy J who said that sales were down 40% yeah. um, mm-hmm. for rap. So the question comes, is rap declining? Absolutely. Okay. We grew up in an era where development was such a big part mm-hmm. of an artist's career, right? Yeah. So we had all these different shows that came on syndicated television, right? So you were on BET. You, you know, you talked to AJ and Free. Mm-hmm. You had a music video. Like, there was so much work being done. You were behind, you know, behind the scenes of the music video. You even showed us your crib. Yep. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> 
And I think that now we are so far removed from that. We just want something. They just want to release a song and you think you're going to a stadium. Make your way. No, you're not even doing a little hole in the wall. You get them saying, I remember when we was like 13. Why was Boosie coming to see us? But fuck it. Turn up. Right. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so they weren't even doing like the little hole in the wall spots anymore. I think artists just have in mind that I'm going to break out and I'm going to go big. And it's like they forget the small steps along the way. You rarely see a music video unless you go look for it. And I, I hate I hate to use this example because everybody feels it's so cliche, but I feel like that's the only person that I could think of. But you got to look at Beyonce. Absolutely. I, I went down a rabbit hole looking at old stuff, and it was like her old press runs. Like when she had albums coming out, mm-hmm. she was on every late night show. She was performing. It was a tweet that was like, why the hell was she going so hard on Good Morning America? At eight o'clock, she was on the Tyra Banks show. Like yeah, just, in the freezing cold, just in all types, all types of little art, stuff. Artist development was a real. thing. It was really Absolutely. a big thing with artists, but these artists now they're being discovered online, TikTok here. Then when they get the hype, they want to go to the studio, throw something together, then they go viral. But where's the backing? And where's the development of your craft? I think the reason for that is so I, I've said I say it on here all the time, right? I always record my damn pops. And he always said, if you want to find out the root of something, follow the money. Like, the money will always tell you. So when we look at music now, right, there was a time we were blessed. And the older I get, the more I realize how blessed we were to grow when we grew up. Mm -hmm. Right? So there was a time where there's artist development. You know, you created an album, a full-length project, right? Um, You talked about Beyonce, and I I can look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z did a whole concert of B-Sides. Mm-hmm. No radio hits, no none of that. Literally, just the B sides from albums. Like yeah. we're gonna get into these album cuts, these deep album cuts. Absolutely, that people, you know, what I mean, may have passed over whatever. And Beyonce can do the same thing. She can go on an entire tour and not do not one of her hit songs. Right, yeah. none of the uh, crazy in love, none of that shit. She don't got to. We're she'll, still singing. Exactly. She'll come. You know what I mean? Exactly. We still gonna sing every last song, right? So I think that, but that was what you wanted at the time, right? You wanted B-sides, you wanted hits, you wanted, you know, I know a rap, you had a girl record, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. You know, you had a club record, you mm-hmm. had a street record, you, you already got pushed and pitched different ways to different demographics, and that's how the album became what it was. Nowadays, I completely forgot about all that. Yeah. Like, you would listen to albums that like, oh, the and it would yeah. tell a story. It's the nasty song. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, we used to listen to it, it from like, top this song, to bottom. This song is, this, if we, this song if we is listen that. To, if we look at T.I. with trap music, right? Like you had Girl, you had What's Your Name. You mm-hmm. know Everything. You had, um, uh, damn, my mind went blank. Um, uh, Shout out to T.I. He has a, he has a, a lot of good. What's good this shit? Man. The club done closed and I don't give a damn. Do it, Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. About Shaz and Holler. Yeah, you got that. That's a club record, right? You know what I mean? You got the street. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Like, you yeah. got, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got, like, but the, the album was formatted a certain way, and then you plug in a couple of interludes and all this shit, and it told a story, but it told I really about- enjoyed the the interludes, especially when Kanye was doing Absolutely. a lot of, yeah, when Kanye like, was doing those on his albums. Like, it was really entertaining. I'm so glad we was the CD generation, and, and right? And it would be like, because you would be like, what is this? Because oh, that, that, that 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, I, I can tell you what another. song coming on next. Yeah. You hear me? Because that intro for many men, like, I feel that shit in my chest <laughs> to this day. You get what I'm saying? But they don't make music like that anymore, and it's all about streams, right? So yeah. if I can come up with this little catchy phrase yeah. that's going to be used for TikTok, right? right. 
Damn the other three minutes and 16 seconds of the song. The People phrase. are going to listen to this entire song. I'm going to get yep. a stream hit mm-hmm. just because they want to hear that 15 seconds to put it on their story or and to yeah. put it on their TikTok. And, and you look at what they're talking about. Like, so with Drake right now, and now he officially has more number ones than Michael Jackson. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But when you look at and I, I was listening to a podcast and they were naming the songs that were number ones. And they all came when Drake started playing the streaming game. Mm-hmm. Right, this whole album he put out is playing the streaming game. game. The song with the uh with the city girls, I mean, uh, with uh with sexy, sexy Red. Red. like that song is playing the streaming game because an artist of Drake's caliber at Drake's age shouldn't be making that type of song. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be few. Not saying he can't do a song with sexy Red, but he that, knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But that exactly. He knows he's playing the game. He understands. So albums are no longer albums. Albums are now playlists, but Drake told us that he put a. Uh, I forgot. I think it was more life. He put that out, and he said this isn't really an album. It's more of a playlist of just songs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you look at you listen to a Take Care or a um, Nothing Was the Same, then you take it to D to the album with Way Too Sexy on it or some shit like that. Yeah. Like that's not really what he was known for. Yeah. So he shifted into that, and that's what these artists are doing now. And I think that's affected the quality of the music. Absolutely. And I think that's and yeah. that's why that out. That's why this. New album got that backlash because a lot of the diehard Drake fans, which Joe Button is a very, very big Drake fan. Right. He no was Drake. saying like he just really expected it to be like on. He expected Drake to kind of move like Jay-Z. Yeah, exactly. Jay-Z, Jay-Z didn't care. Jay-Z was like, nah, I'm a. Jay-Z was Jay-Z on every song. I'm a son, y'all niggas. I'll make y'all grow up. We about to start talking about credit. Because think about it. You remember when Jay-Z, whatever album that was, when he was talking about, you know, like the credit and all type of stuff and the stuff with him and his, his relationship. He got a lot of back- He got a lot of backlash. Absolutely. It's like, why is he talking about this? And people are like, come on, bro. He's, he's evolving. He's damn near fifty years old at the time. That's what he should be talking about. Like that's what he's supposed to be talking about. And we grew with him. That's why I like Jay Z so much because I because if I listen to um, Reasonable Doubt and I hear what he's talking about, he's rapping as if he's this you know this this guy in his late twenties, early thirties. You know what I mean? That's the shit he's talking about. You can hear yeah. the maturity but in his you, music. You, yeah, you hear it evolve. Like you know what I mean? Like he sounds like a guy who's who's in a relationship. Oh, he sounds like somebody who's married. He sounds like somebody who got kids. He sounds like somebody yeah. who's had. You know what I mean? Who's been through? Some and that's shit. who that's, we want to relate to, right? At, that, at this, this time in life, well, us that girl. So it's like it's almost like a catch twenty two, right? It's like I, it sounds like artists don't know when to evolve and kind of when to pivot, right? So it's almost like you have people that have, you know, Jay-Z has been rapping since he's been a teenager, right? This man is in his 50s now, right? And then you have people that their sound is still the same. They're still rapping about the same shit, like Pink Wig. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sick of her. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Pink Wig. It's Barbie, bitch. (laughs) And I loved her, right? Mm -hmm. When she first came out. MySpace Nikki, that was my girl. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I was on a plane with Dwayne. You get what I'm saying? That shit. Itty bitty piggy nicky. Like, she's hard. Mm-hmm. I just want her to evolve as a lyricist. You get what I'm saying? Give us something that we, you know, and like. What, and what bothers me about Nikki is that you you know she has it. Exactly. Because I know, and I, like, the, that's not how, even no hate that's shit. How she she's came talented. In. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? She came in the, that way. The record she did, no, but even recently, the record she did with, with Drake and um, with Wayne, that same oh, yeah. dream. Yeah. She went that was crazy. It. crazy. She's like, an amazing crazy. lyricist. Right. It's just like you giving us this cheesy Barbie shit. And no, no disrespect to the Barbs, because I do definitely respect her as a lyricist. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? She's definitely, she's talented. It's just, I think that her stance to this one particular type of brand. Like, I think that her, 
her viewpoints on like this whole Barbie thing. You you always gonna have fans. You always you know you can always call them the Barb's. That's cool. But I think that there's space for her to pivot into like talking about you know like give us some some real shit. So let me ask All you. This, this. It's getting kind of cheesy. So let me ask you this. What do you put stock into? Maybe she's looking at the younger artists, you know, the, the Cardi's, the sexy reds, um, you know, Meg, like these artists who are coming out and making these type of songs and she's seeing what they're doing with those songs. I think think so because I think that's why she feels threatened. Absolutely. But you know, you want to know the thing about your lane? Ain't no traffic over there. So I feel like. Come on now. now. Speak Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. (laughs) I told you I got my Sarah Jakes Roberts wig on in here today. (laughs) Let me get some goddamn. (laughs) I'm not playing with y'all. It's a word in my belly. Yeah. (laughs) A little Chick-fil-A too, but I'm in here. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, and I think that that's the issue. I think that Just she's not, you know, it's 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 so dope to be authentic. Like, yeah. be you. And I understand the competition is going to be doing, you get what I'm saying? Like, Cardi B and Megan, they're doing what works for them. Right. And the people that bump with you are going to bump with you. You get what I'm saying? Beyonce don't even sing no more. Right. 204080, I just rap, put it on a map. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Beyonce is rapping now, honey. She right. might She might sing a time or two. But Beyonce has this. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. she's she's not even belting songs for us anymore. She's evolved because she knows what's selling. And that's right. also making the fans appreciate. And I think, you get what I'm saying? Right. And I, yeah. And I so think, you got to be you, evolve, but definitely stick to being you. I think she's just so caught up in the static of what everybody with, else is doing. The thing with Nicki is, and I'm not like the biggest Nicki fan, but I've always thought with her is that she she's a superstar. Yes. And another something else that we can speak on is I feel that we see too much of the artists now. Um, yes, that the social media bring back stuff. publicists after everything with with Drake. I said I see exactly why him and Nicki Minaj friends. They messy. I see exactly. I see exactly why they're friends because my thing the is what, because know. once you get to that caliber, you don't have to respond to anybody, anything anybody. or but anybody. You don't but have you know, to. I I felt like I understood that part of it. But my part of it, my my view of it too, on the other side of it, yeah. though, they're still human. They're still human. I do agree yeah. with and, that. And I felt like, and yeah. I felt like, for some reason, at some point, there's been this thought process that we can say whatever we want to say. And I do agree with that. To this yeah. person, because they've reached a certain level of success, and they can't say nothing back. Yeah. Right. A good example is, um, if you watch, especially like during the summer, like when they do all those football seven on seven things, right? Mm-hmm. Like Cam Newton has a team that he travels with, a group of kids, different ages, right? And it's become a thing to troll Cam. I see that. Right. Now. So, but it, it's the same thing. Every time, like a kid, I remember there's a video. This kid said something to Cam, and Cam called him broke. And the kid was like, oh, well, "You're Cam Newton. You ain't supposed to do say." Cam was like, "No, no, see, see." He said, "Now, when you was talking shit, it was cool, right? When you didn't I care say, who I was yeah. until I, say, I responded. I responded. Now you're a victim. Now I shouldn't be able to talk to you that way. I should just ignore you because I'm successful, right? Nah, I'm still human. So I felt with Drake. You know, what I mean, if Joe said something, because even with that, I felt like Joe's critique was correct. I felt like everything he said was right. Yeah. I felt when Joe shifted and started talking about, you know, you need to go back in the studio, do X, Y, and Z. Stop doing this. Stop fucking all them 25-year-olds. Stop doing X, Y, and Z. And it's a documented history of Drake and Joe battling yeah. back and forth yeah. with the women that they both dated and all that kind of shit, right? They've shared women. So Joe knows. So when he says those things, He's speaking damn near from personal experience. Absolutely. Like you talking gotcha. about some shit. So, so it becomes more of a personal thing than just saying, yo, your album sounds like you're 36 trying to sound 22. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. you leave it at that, cool. That's a critique of my album. You didn't like the album. All right, cool. No problem. You know what I mean? But and I feel like that. So I remember when you tweeted it, and I remember thinking, I said, yeah, I get that. But if you're going to say something to me, I'm going to say something back. If somebody I, I, say something But to I also think, I think what my response was, because, and I can't remember exactly what was the whole um, entirety of the Breakfast Club interview. I just felt like Drake was just responding to everybody. Because even with the stuff that Charlotte said, it was nowhere near what Joe said. He was just saying, I, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was basically just kind of saying, like, no, he said to Drake, he was surprised because Drake just dropped a song. And he said, because whenever Drake drops songs, everybody's using the lyrics as captions. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think, I, you wouldn't think that Drake has dropped the song. It was a slime on you, the, yeah. the one with Susie said, because I don't see any captions anywhere. Right. right. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. Then Drake, but but theirs was more trolling for fun because he was calling Charlotte like fake Morris Chestnut and all yeah. type of stuff. But yeah. then it was coming off of them like, damn Drake, Drake, like fuck it, you know everybody. Yeah, shoot everybody. And sometimes, sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes yeah, and, you, gotta, you know, you, you gotta line everybody up and stuff. Yeah. But do like Rihanna. You get what I'm saying? Rihanna, let me tell you something. You have to know when to stop, though, right? Mm-hmm. Rihanna used to be on Twitter giving people the. I business. never knew that until recently. You I get saw what I'm saying? She used everything. to be, she used to be lining holes up. You hear me? Mm-hmm. From the barbershop. <laughs> she was in. She was on the ass. You get what I'm saying? But Rihanna does not tweet anymore because you have to know, right? When to stop? Yeah. And I think it gets to the point where some artists they want to respond. To everybody Like if you read Nicki Minaj captions On her post She sound like my baby daddy In a text message <laughs> <laughs> You all over the place bitch <laughs> I don't even know What we talking about You get what I'm saying So I think I don't know I think that artistic development Is definitely a big piece But I also think That the publicist I think we Don't really Talk about how important PR is I think a lot of artists Are just in this space Where there's no such thing as bad PR. Right. Everything yeah. is PR. If you're talking about me, that's all that I care about. And in their minds, they think that that translates to you get what I'm saying. Like, and I think, and I agree with you. Cause I, when I look at Nikki and I look at um, Rihanna and I look at who's behind them, right. Eventually Jay Z going to make the, Hey, yeah, like you gotta cut that shit out. Like you got too yeah. much shit. Like you, then you look at Jay Z's lineage of millionaires and some billionaires, right? Yeah. It's like, yo, relax. Like we're not doing that. As opposed to Nicki, right? Nicki, you know, came up under under a uh, Walker Mama. <laughs> you <laughs> and, know what? Uh, that you know, tracks. You know what I mean? And, and, and Birdman, right? Okay, cool. That's gonna be a different type of of development. And then you look at the artists coming from them, right? And you look at how they've been moving. And there's no real development in that label, right? So Nicki's wilding, Drake is wilding, uh, shit, Wayne wild. You know what I mean? Wayne, Wayne yeah. yeah, Wayne just, music. Just a, Wayne, just, a, Wayne, just a book wild ass. Wayne, label. Wayne had to cancel a show. Wayne canceled a show in Atlanta. Wow, Atlanta of all pissed the me places. off because that's when I was going to piss me off. But he can't of all places you cancel an Atlanta show as a hip hop artist. Wow, think about what what reasons would have to come behind that. Like the earth would have had to move for you to cancel the <laughs> Atlanta show. Yeah, no, you know for sure. It's like it's like Beyonce canceling a Houston show. Like yo, somebody oh my gosh. like is Beyonce dead? Like you know what I mean? Like is she okay? Yeah, What's going on? like something's happening. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. But again, that's that. You know, that's that label. That's how they move. You know, so I feel like that has a lot to do with it too. But to me, I, I feel like I put a lot of stock into. Um, I think it was either by I think it was Badu that said like. At the end of the day, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my, my shit. shit. Right. Nikki is different. Nikki just, she got life shit. That she, that shit. Yeah, Absolutely. That's what projecting. Got, and, and me spoke to that shit. Me said, like, yo, nah, like, when I was with Nikki, like, a lot of the reason I was wilding was shit. They, Nikki on that powder. 
And I was too. And I got out. And if you look at me, the way me moved at that time. And he was always he moved, in some shit. Yeah. And when he moved after the fact, a lot of it was that. You know what I mean? You could tell like, yeah, there's something wrong with you, nigga, because you was tripping. Like, you yeah. And now that And I you, hate that for her. Yeah. Because she's so talented. And like I said, I know how you barbs do. I love Nikki. So don't don't take it that way. But I don't know. It's just kind of it's something when you see somebody that has like a lot of talent and a lot of potential and they're not yeah. mm-hmm. walking in it. And that's yeah. and that's the thing. I always I'm always stressing. I'm like, bro, you're a superstar. You know, like, we should have been like, had a ladies' night by now. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like that was such a big record. Like you got Angie Martinez, you got Left Eye, Lil Everybody. Kim, Missy. You get what I'm saying? Like, why don't we have an album? Like that, or or a record like that by now, and I think I don't know because Nikki's been at it for so long. So we talking MySpace. This is seventeen years ago, right? Eighteen <laughs> yeah. years ago. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, girl, you've been at this thing twenty years because I know you was doing it before we knew about you know before we found out about you and before yeah. you reached this celebrity status. I kind of expect her to kind of have the Beyonce approach, like you welcoming the new girls. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like mm-hmm. you got Meg on the song. You you know yeah. you supporting Cardi like, and that's just how I expect then things it was to be. Meg. <laughs> but I remember when we first started to hear things about Nikki with the R&B girls. Yeah. You know, and the R&B girls was just like, oh, she's so mean. And nobody yeah. believed it then. And it's like now that we can be on social media and see how she acting. She needs to tighten up. That, that damn social media. Yeah. So, and, and I think that a lot of this is centered behind, you know, we spoke about, you know, music and the clubs kind of being, you know, the base music. I think the last time we were all together um, on the podcast, we talked about how, section culture has kind of changed the way music is because music yeah. you know the way the club clubs at clubs drive music right yeah. especially right. hip-hop and rap you know what i mean most artists get broke in clubs you yeah. know that's just historically how shit goes right whether it be a nightclub or a strip club like most artists are broken in a club yeah um so how that club operates and moves is going to determine how artists move right mm-hmm. so we get away from artists necessarily wanting want to kind of bar you to death and give you you know 16 you know what I mean? And all these dope lines. And now we just want to make, you know, a song about shaking ass because that's what they're going to play in the club. Yeah. That's going to get me these streams. That's what's going to get me this money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they talked about all these legacy acts like LL Cool J and they can tour and sell shit out. Still. Whereas Lil Baby's going on tour and canceling shows because shit ain't sold out. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so do you feel like that's also part of it or? I think, uh, I think a lot when it comes to music is kind of being oversaturated for one i feel like too much music comes out people used to drop albums and that was it you get they the were, album then, they don't even go to radio stations and, anymore. and they're gonna push that album probably like a year probably a year and a half their next project may come out a year two years later mm-hmm. now you get like sometimes i'm confused i'm like hold on we get new music from who like mm-hmm. yeah who? We, we just who? got that we didn't get a chance to really get into this and now it's Oh, they're dropping another album. Like I'm at one point, I was feeling like that with Future. I'm like, didn't he just drop another album? I felt like that with Lil Baby for a little minute. Like yeah. I want them to slow down. Just let, let the, us let, digest let, this. Let the people let the people enjoy. Jay Z don't drop music like that, right? And and I think that's a direct response. So in that uh, in God did right. Everybody talk about Jay Z verse, right? A lot of people overlook the Lil Wayne verse. Lil Wayne was literally preaching gospel in his verse, mm-hmm. and he was basically talking about how all these niggas is literally my kids. Like, all y'all came up for me. I see me and all y'all. He was like, what up, twin? Like, he was talking like, yo, yeah. I see all me and all y'all. So that whole... I gotta, that whole, start, saying, I gotta yeah. start saying that. Yeah, like, mm. that, like for real. Mm, shit. Huh. Cite your sources. <laughs> yeah. That, that, revival yeah. episode. <laughs> but, we need um, a revival. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
But like, <laughs> if you remember, we was in high school. Wayne was just putting shit out, putting shit out, yeah. putting shit out, and we had never seen an artist put out that much shit at that level, right? Because this is yeah, because all of us fight. Yeah, you get a get an album, then you got a mixtape to, to, to hold you. Yeah, yeah. album mixtape, and I'm doing features. I'm doing remixes of your song. My version's better than yours. Like niggas don't know you for 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 this song. They right? They me. know me. Like when this the drops, beat they, drop, they yeah. singing my rhyme over it. So yeah. he was like a banana. Yeah. yeah, he get in the smoothie. He say, "This my shit." It's my shit. Unless Fuck he, time, unless he miss Ginger. Yeah, Ginger, <laughs> <laughs> Ginger take over the show. Yeah, don't she? God damn it! That's a bossy bitch. Miss Ginger, yes, she is. Miss Ginger, yes, show you how a bitch come down the slide. Yes, it is. You want to see a bitch? Yes, <laughs> I will show you how a bitch. No, no, that mistake thing. Yeah, but literally, so you got here's some bananas for your new garita. <laughs> No, but tried to act like he didn't know who she was talking yeah. about. Who? Kate? Who? Who? Huh? Kate? Who's Kate? I'm going to be at home coming like normal with that wine cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Kate, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to that nigga Norbert. Oh, boy. Norbert Real stand up guy. Norbert a wild nigga, boy. Norbert's a wild. He's getting treated like Will. <laughs> Just like Will He deserved better Get away from that bitch <laughs> What I was thinking about all this I said I know Will Smith be playing that Karen White Superwoman in that Boy <laughs> I'm you only human yeah. You say the juice is sour <laughs> It used to be so sweet <laughs> Yeah I Testify William Oh shit I just, oh, guys, I don't know. I don't know. Music has definitely changed, though. Like, I can't even, I can't even hold it. And I was just sitting here thinking about, so we was talking about Jay-Z, right? Yeah. Y'all remember, like, the whole Crystal movement? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they was popping bottles of Crystal. Yeah. All the time. You get what I'm saying? And that was kind of the club culture. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of the, the, the luxury VIP thing that they had going on then, right? right? Now we've transitioned to this whole, like you said, boob, this section culture. So... It really ain't. It ain't even space at the club to really dance. You get what I'm saying? You oh, got to stand on I the couch. I was dancing last night. Yeah, it is. You sure was. <laughs> you better boogie. Hi. You better boogie. You better boogie. That boy put his dancing shoes on <laughs> first. <laughs> that boy put on his shoes first. Well, then he put on his pants. You know that boy pull them pants over them dancing shoes. <laughs> yeah. the first he don't fuck around. The first things first. These shoes going on. Mr. Boogie Oogie Oogie. You feel me, huh? <laughs> In his former life, he was doing the Uchi Kuchi. <laughs> it's, it's electric, nigga. Yes. <laughs> when I saw Egg last night, he said, oh, at the the thing on campus, he said, oh, shit, Mart here? Oh, we bring a Fat Mart out. Yeah. Because <laughs> Fat Mart was Mar a dancing motherfucker. Fat Mart peaked out a little bit last night. I don't know how, how Mart was fat much dancing as he did. He did a lot of dancing. Yeah. Yeah. should have had him a little Apple Watch. Yeah. Just be doing all that damn sweating. Hey, you just have a shirt in the car. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I just keep a shirt to change. Mm-hmm. He kept a rag, y'all. Yeah, he did. Y'all know fat niggas love a rag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trey. Yeah, about to my say Trey. Oh, my boy kept that white kept towel. Kept that. The white towel. Right, boy. Yeah, never be another hot dollar. <laughs> Nobody like you, baby. Rest in peace, the hot damn dollar. That for damn show. But oh lord, a time was had, and a time will be had tonight because it's homecoming, and we're gonna have a good time. Tailgate's about to go down. Yeah, tailgate's gonna come. Outfits might be. Me and Miles talking about our outfits might be a little hot. Because of the weather, how we were preparing, but, but we getting old. But at so this I'm, point, we just need to, you know, 
Just stay and, dedicated and committed to your outfit. And you know that's how you know we done got older too, because I ain't changing shit. Yeah, and first, we, first we dressing for we dressing for the season, cause that temperature so drops. It's, it's gonna drop. Me. Y'all better have on a damn undershirt. I know that. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm have a little white beater, but you no, know, I'm wearing leather shorts though. So, so let's let's get into it. So mine say he wearing leather shorts, y'all, now at the tailgate. And the first thing that came to mind is chestnuts roasting <laughs> on an open fire. My boy about to be hot. Nuts must be. I'm going to give me a little fan. Yeah, bring some baby powder or something. There we go. Mm-hmm. little powdered donut. Yeah, come oh. on. Testify. Yeah, you better put some powder You better on do boy. something because he about to be hot in them leather shorts. Well, you know the I see the shorts. So it's a nice shorts, though. Yeah, you know the spray deodorant is like the equivalent to um, baby powder now. Oh, okay. So you just spray a little bit. That's what I heard. It help you keep from chafing too. You could put a little bit on your thighs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. You would know thickums. You know. I just I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All that rubbing about to start that you know, friction. Lord Jesus fire. fire. Lord Jesus fire. <laughs> Lord Jesus fire. <laughs> All that damn friction. You know what it is. When you thick, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I know we're getting we're wrapping up with time, but what is one thing that y'all think you would advise people for homecoming? Because this episode is going to drop in the middle of homecoming season. Yeah. So oh, you know when, you, when you think about tailgate, one. when you think about tailgate, what is something you say? Hey, you know what? Make sure you like mine is going to be. We are old. We are not spring chickens no more. Get your liquid IV. Um, get you some vitamin C because of the temperature changing. You might be like me with leather shorts and a sweatshirt. You don't know what the hell you got going on. Mm-hmm. So let, let your body and, uh, and and pace yourself. Drain this water and hydrate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Please. please please stay hydrated. Please do. Hangover goodie powder. Take all of this before the tailgate. Yes, you do not want to be you don't want to get carried And before out. you go to sleep, chug a bottle of water. Yeah. Or yes, a body armor. That's yeah. really that bounce. Because you know what happens is. is everybody gets excited. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like we're in town, haven't seen each other. Hey, we're getting ready for the tailgate. So we really stop thinking eat when something. we get so excited. Please eat go with your country you, ass. Go get you a filet of fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little something to hold you. It's a filet of fish stand account. But don't get your filet of fish to hold the stomach. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we don't want you getting on. Um, Anybody got time for lightheaded shenanigans? Yeah. For me, for the ladies, something for homecoming to consider. If you've never met this nigga before, I want you to ask for his Facebook name. Mm. Okay? Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to get on Facebook and see if he got a family, bitch. <laughs> before you sleep with somebody's husband and be it's, regretting it. It's homecoming, shorty. Turn that shit. No, 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 no. Because, no. see, I've had friends that got, you know, hit with the jug. Yeah. One of my homegirls got, I mean, he jugged her ass like hot sauce and one. You hear me? Oh, Lord. She had no idea this man was married. And it was one of them after-party situations where, you know, the party's letting out. Dude approaches you. He does not have on a wedding ring. You're not going to think that, oh, he might be married. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's homecoming. Basically, homecoming is synonymous with Vegas. So what happens in Vegas stays where? In Vegas, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. so you end up messing with this man, and you come back and you tell a group, "Yeah, I talked to so and so," and the whole table head turn, like when the DJ scratched the record in the movie. <laughs> like he's married. You hear like the rest of my home girl, so and so, uh huh, girl, girl, bitch. You get <laughs> And she's like, I had no idea. So that's just a little word for the wise. Because what you're going to do is, she's going to add me on Facebook. Mm. Yeah. Hey, but then what's she going to do after that? 
Bitch, you need to do your research. See, that's the problem with a lot of hoes. I'm, nah, I'm saying so after she finds out, then what you, she do after that? She listen, you could, you could decide if you're going to get down. Hey. Let that coochie breathe. But I think just go into it with the approach that you need to know as much as possible about this person. Ain't nothing that you're going to meet a nigga in five minutes. No, ain't no way. Ain't no way. But Tiffany, some people don't be caring about this. I know shit, y'all man. don't care. That's part of y'all problem now. That's, 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 that's what I'm going to say. I think the main thing is they can look it up and do what they don't care. Because y'all them, is nasty. Yeah, but you know what? Why, why, why is it y'all nasty? A lot of them know that. Because y'all always be sleeping with me. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in my bed. <laughs> messing with my hair. Shit, but yeah, yeah, I don't really. I ain't mm. feeling it. Mm. I don't really know now. I don't really know now. But I don't know. Where y'all motherfucking wedding bands? How about that? Yeah, hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Hands be sweating. Check my hands. Yeah. Sweating a little bit. Sweating. Yeah, leave a little more. Oh, that's what it is. You be a timeline for the sun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I wanna y'all see, see y'all, y'all picking up what they putting down. It'll be even all around. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, my hair looking like Charlemagne. Bleach you a little bit. <laughs> What did he say? You need uh, to stop sleeping with married men. <laughs> <laughs> Close your legs to married men. <laughs> oh Lord, hey man, look. If I had to say one thing, it's just just plan properly. I feel like everything y'all said it fits that. Like yeah. plan properly. Yeah. Eat some shit. Pace yourself. Plan your Drink before and water. after. Know how you're properly. getting there. Know how you're getting home. Tiffany oh. said you should not just sleep with somebody you met in five minutes. So you should be scouting for who you're gonna sleep with. You know, because I feel day. like you. I feel like it's a setup. Oh, we for the party, right? We, keep, we keeping it a buck. Honestly, your homecoming, your little sneaky link for homecoming. That's supposed to get set up. Right. They. They was. Man. What's today? October the 20th? 20th? Yeah. yeah, 21st. The 21st? You mm-hmm. were texting me in July. Mm-hmm. How you been? Damn, Good. he was texting you in advance. You got, I, this is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> I know at you said my homecoming plays up Labor Day weekend. That was not started. She said it was texting her in July. This is not about me. This is my disclaimer. Committee. Y'all trying to get me jammed up. Claw committee. Mm-hmm. You see Claw? what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, they be in your DMs a <laughs> little early. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> they be in your DMs a little early. Like, you know, trying yeah. to see if you're going to be there. So yeah. it's already been set in stone. That's what I'm saying. If you really got it like that, he already been on your trails for a minute. And you already know if you're going to give him a little, you know, a little the, passion snapper. That's the real. <laughs> Lord, not pa- oh, Lord. You know. You already know. Don't, girl, don't get. Don't you get that cool cheat on nobody. Well, you just, to, be, to be honest, if they come to you the day of. That mean the other girl said no. Yeah, yeah, you last resort, baby. You the last you resort. Like, all my homeboys done caught them something. And I ain't trying to be up in this Airbnb by myself. You see Tell what I'm saying? What's up with you? Mm-hmm. What you finna? Because the girl I was talking to in July, she ended up not coming. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what you doing? I ain't knew you was going to be here. See what, what I'm saying? What's up with the shits? Ladies, if you're going to do it, do it. Do it. Be turn, the best. Be, be the best hole you can be. Turn that coochie in. Mm. Yeah. Right. My God. And fellas, if you're selling that ice cream. Better yeah, better man. Good. Hey, <laughs> My lord Girl that ice cream will give you gas Run bitch <laughs> Before you jump in the game Let's get one, one thing, thing understood. understood Mr. Ice Cream You know not We've been talking about a whole lot of old like rapping mm-hmm. It's really ministry It, it is, is. Me and me and Tiffany have always argued, and we can close out with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miles, if you could throw this on the pod, throw it on it. Nicki Minaj moment in life is a gospel song. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's plenty of them. I tweeted. Nicki Minaj's moment in life is, this is my moment. 
I tweeted months ago that Rubber Band Man by T.I. Is a, is a spiritual experience. Let me tell you something. Take, take it a little bit further. Escape. Run to the arms of the one who loves you. That's mm. an altar call song. Yeah, it is. I know you're going. Hallelujah. Ooh. I can't make you stay. Ooh. That's something Jesus would tell you, right? Yes, you gonna go is. out in the world. Yes, but when you done. What about understanding? That's not a um mm. I need from you. A little bit. That's not like bit. God talking to them. Well, you know they say R and B ain't nothing but gospel. If you replace, it is. If you replace you with God in every song, it's, it's nothing but a gospel song. Yeah. Just run to the arms of the one who loves you. Jesse Powell. Run to Jesus and baby, it's you. Hallelujah. The baby, way you walk. The way, the way you, you talk. talk the, the way, way you say, you say my, my name. name. My Come God. on. Mm. Mm. Way you move. Way you sue. I feel the spirit of the Holy Ghost in this moment. You rise. I'm getting stirred up in here. Oh my God. Is that not a testimony? Everybody come to the altar. I just want to be yours. Hallelujah. From From this this day forth. If you're tired of living the way you've been living, this is the moment for you. Miles, keep going. Keep going. Next year, let's call this day. My, 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 my. God loves you. God God is waiting (laughs) on you. You can stay right where you are. Come on and put those ashy hands together. From this moment Go ahead and lift your hands Lift your hands We're going to send an usher to your room right now to pray with you You are not alone You know that's a problem We don't go to the altar no more Well I go to the altar (laughs) Oh we know (laughs) Right Y'all want (laughs) We was at church Y'all might about shout a hole in them people's clothes I put put them on my dancing shoes (laughs) You put them on first I had to get that monkey up off me Oh (laughs) lord Mar had marched for the Lord in front of the people. One band, one sound. He was marching. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, with that being said, man, um, again, we giving y'all tips for homecoming. We told y'all what to do. By the time this is homecoming, be over. It'll be Sunday. You'll be riding back home. Think about all the things you did you shouldn't have done. Um, I'm sorry in advance uh, for that. Just you know, it's always next year to redeem yourself. Um, you know, don't sleep with nobody, boyfriend. Niggas, if you go to any woman's house, make sure you got your scrap with you just in case. You never know who got a house key. Because these hoes will set you up to get robbed. Come on now. Come on now. Remember where you at? Remember where you at? They's not playing with you. And actually, I wouldn't, whoever's homecoming is the last week in the month, I wouldn't really recommend sleeping with somebody then because you know, rent due. That's a fact. So they're going to. Be hitting you up for a little something. Yeah, you better leave a little something on the nightstand. <laughs> she a little hundred on the dresser. Yeah, drive yeah, a compressor. Yeah, hundred on the dresser. So just yeah, so top notch way. If you sleep with her after the twenty six, just no rent due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rent's coming. Mm. Baby, baby, mama fuck better with a rent due. That's what future said. I cannot relate. If you said that, mm. wow. maybe somebody else baby daddy, but. And ski wee yee. This was cute. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was cute? This little set, this little setup. This was very cute, y'all. I love Miles yeah. and Mar. Okay, like my favorite. I'm Susan throwing man. hands and wigs about these niggas behind. You hear what I'm saying? Huh. Don't play. Very unserious. Huh. Very, very uh, unserious. the most unserious. Very unserious. The most. Hey. So, with that being said, man, we appreciate for everybody fucking the first time, last time, whatever time. I always love on this side. Uh, till. 
I appreciate y'all as always. Always a, a blast for y'all coming. Hey, y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to get up out of here and go get fucked up. Shot o'clock. I'm giving you niggas shots on the way out. You hey, so we gonna wrap this shit. Hey, man. So again, you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like. It. That's how you find ass daddy. I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky, 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 freaky. So that being said, peace, love, and blessings. Yes, sir. Give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast.